0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. If you usually watch me on Spotify, you might have noticed that the story time you were watching was deleted. No clue what happened, but if you click the link in the description, you can listen to the updated podcast. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerkier video. Today we've got a lot of hard-hitting questions to ponder, but first, a story from Bird or Throwaway. Am I the jerk for making my boyfriend eat fast food for a week? My boyfriend grew up in a house that valued outdated gender norms. The women were always responsible for cooking and cleaning, so he didn't learn how to do any of that for most of his life. That is, until he moved in with me after college. He's been good about a few things. He doesn't mind helping with the dishes or handling the laundry, but the one thing I can't seem to get him to do is learn how to cook. The only thing he can do is microwave frozen meals. I've been trying to teach him the basics, but it seems like it goes through one ear and just comes out the other. He still can't turn on the oven or use the stove without help. The toaster is too complicated for him to use, he claims doesn't know how to boil eggs, cook rice, or even how to measure out ingredients using cups. I just don't understand why he can't grasp this, but is fine with other things. Here's the part where I may be a jerk. I went on a trip two weeks ago for work. I'm in charge of buying groceries, we have separate accounts, and I realized how expensive his frozen meals actually are. Three to four dollars for each. I said screw it and bought the easiest ingredients I could find for a lot cheaper for him to cook on his own. He doesn't like leftovers so me cooking ahead for him was out before i left i sat him down once again and gave him a very long lesson on using the oven toaster and stove as well as how to boil and scramble eggs toast a piece of toast boil rice and noodles and heat up pasta sauce i also taught him how to pan fry things like onions and other veggies and how to tell when they were ready In case he doesn't want to cook both lunch and dinner, I also bought things to make salads and fixings for sandwiches. I come back a week later and he's angry. He claims I practically left him to starve and how I know he has trouble cooking. I retaliate saying that I showed him what to do and I get a whole range of excuses. Setting the oven and stove temp is too complicated. He cut his finger chopping onions and couldn't chop any until his cut healed. He only likes the salad kits so everything is balanced. Apparently, he only ate sandwiches, canned goods, and fast food for a week. He thinks I'm a major jerk for not telling him I'm not buying his frozen meals and leaving him alone to fend for himself. On one hand, I do think it was crappy of me not to tell him I didn't buy his meals. And as someone who grew up in a home, pretty much only boiled hot dogs and veggies and only properly learned how to cook after moving out, i do feel for them but at the same time after a few months of not getting the simplest concepts i'm left feeling partially justified in my actions so reddit am i the jerk so i'm not gonna pretend like i know how to cook i know very very little on how to actually cook i do know one thing though it is insanely easy to use the toaster how can you not use a toaster you literally have one job and that's just to watch it and stop it before it gets too cooked You can literally sit there for three minutes tops, just popping it back up and restarting it until it's good enough. Would you guys agree with me when I say that this isn't a person who doesn't know how to cook? that this is actually a person that refuses to put any effort in in anything whatsoever relating to cooking. And that if you have to say that you can't even use a toaster, that literally just exposes you for not even trying, that this guy's just looking for an easy way to say, nope, can't do it, sorry, do it all for me. Let me know if you guys agree with me in the comments down below. Our next story is from your cat's BFF, am I the jerk for wanting to make my boyfriend homeless because of my lunch habits? Alex, male 30, and I, female 33, got together in late 2019, and recently decided to move in together. I asked for a trial run where we both kept our flats for a few months, so no one loses their place if it doesn't work out. He had issues with this, but I held firm that it was for everyone's benefit, and he eventually agreed. We decided he would stay with me as my flat is bigger and closer to his work. Then after a few months we would look for a house. I work at home, and he's now close enough to his office to come back for lunch. He initially assumed that we'd be eating lunch together each day because I'm home, but I don't eat lunch and I don't take a break for it. My preference is to take smaller breaks when I want them and eat a snack around 3pm. A piece of fruit and a bag of nuts is my go-to. This has been an issue since he moved in. He walked in while I was on calls two days running, and loudly commented about it being lunchtime in the UK. I work for an international org. I was furious as it prompted an unnecessary and awkward conversation with my boss, who was concerned I was risking burnout. He agreed to knock going forward. Although my position is that during his lunch hour, we don't really need to make time to see each other at all, as he will be back for the day in 5 hours. The issue is, he then started insisting I need to eat breakfast and lunch even if he's not included. For context, I gained some weight when I started working from home, and my current eating habits suit my schedule while keeping my weight where I wanted. His claim is that I starve myself to log in as soon as I wake up, and that I'm too obsessed with work to take breaks. I've explained that my eating habits suit me and I don't want to change them, but he uses me eating normally at the weekend as some kind of gotcha and won't accept what I'm saying. He brings it up daily. This is a problem, but not THE problem. The problem is that this has been going on for nearly a month, and it just isn't the life for me. We sat down this evening to talk, and I said that I'm not enjoying living together and that it's too much too soon. So I would like for him to move back to his place this weekend. Turns out, he didn't keep the flat. He gave it up straight away and moved his stuff to his mom's. His reasoning being he knew we would be fine. Dear reader, we are not fine. He says I need to put the effort in to work through this and compromise, and that I'm too angry to talk, and me being a workaholic is going to cost us the relationship, so we'll calm down and talk about it another time. My position is that him lying about his place is a deal-breaker even if the rest wasn't. My best friend just had a baby, and my mom's on holiday, so I have no one to tell me if I'm out of order. Reddit, am I the jerk? I think OP isn't the jerk in this situation, and I think they kept each other's flats, or at least were supposed to, for this very exact reason. What frustrates me is it seems like Alex just doesn't comprehend that what OP's saying, as far as him needing to move back to his flat, isn't about compromising or making things work. It's the fact that OP knows it isn't going to work. Full stop. I just hope for OP's sake it doesn't get too messy. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from available Arc. Am I the jerk for asking a mom in my group if she needed someone to talk to about her drinking? A new woman joined my mom group about two months ago, Sherry. At first she seemed great. Nice, funny, smart. Has three young kids who are awesome. We like having her around. Except me and Lauren noticed something. Every single time we would get together, Sherry would try to make it into a wine night. Hang out to let the kids play at the playground in the evening? She'll bring the wine. Hanging out after school sign-up day? Wine time. Kids' birthday party comes around? Well, she's got the beverages, including the wine. Every single time we hang out, she has to have a glass in her hand. The glass turns into a bottle. The issue is that she does not seem like she's had an entire bottle of wine. So, about two weeks ago, we all planned on getting the kids together and going to a great water park. Obviously, water plus alcohol is a dangerous combo, especially with kids. So, when Sherry pulled out a pint of Tito's and waved it around telling everyone she had a little treat for the moms, I felt like I had to say something. I said, oh, I don't think it's a good idea for us to mix alcohol at a water park like that especially with the kids around. She said it would be fine. She does it all the time. At this, I was kind of more alarmed. So when it was just the two of us, I said, Sherry, are you okay? Do you maybe need to talk to someone about your drinking? She looked shocked and said no, and then acted like I was absolutely crazy. She said she had no idea where I got that idea, that her drinking was absolutely normal, and that where she's from, Atlanta, It's perfectly normal for people to drink at social gatherings. I said okay, and that I was just concerned because I've never hung out with her when she hasn't been drinking. She got defensive and told me that she didn't like people up her butt monitoring her. After that point, her mood was soured for the day. Lauren told me that it was a good thing that I said something, but two of the other moms said that it was going to cause a huge issue, and that now Sherry's talking crap about me being a busybody. I was not trying to shame her, but I know how being a stay-at-home mom can turn people into addicts real fast, and I didn't want to see her end up that way. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk because they had good intentions about it, although it was probably presented in a poor way. I think it would have been maybe better for OP to have asked about how it seems like every week there has to be like a drinking element to it and then maybe hoping it kind of branches into a more open discussion but apparently also getting like defensive about these kinds of questions is actually kind of an aspect that appears a lot in people who do have alcoholic tendencies so really i'm not sure i think being a wine mom or drinking wine all the time kind of has gotten a little too normalized but i don't think op's the jerk here for what they did this next story is from Day gift aita Am I the jerk for being upset at my husband for what he got me for my birthday? My 39th birthday was last week. Months ago, I was talking with my mom about a part of our state that I love to visit, and she mentioned that she has never been there. I told her we should go together sometime, and we started planning it. We ended up deciding on going there for my birthday. During the planning, we realized that my mom, my brother, and I had never been on a trip together, just the three of us so we invited my brother too. My husband was fully supportive of us taking this trip and would be staying home with our three-year-old son and our dog. Before we left last week, my husband gave me the gifts he bought me for my birthday. He got me some comfy pajamas, a sun hat, and some good wine and cheese to bring with on the trip. Normally, I would be totally okay with that gift, as we don't really splurge on birthday gifts anymore, but he'd been talking about getting me a smartwatch and a new luggage for my trip ever since we started planning it. He knows I can be kind of picky about gifts, as I've exchanged some of the gifts he's gotten me in the past for different colors or options, but this time I told him to just pick something out for me, as I want those things for the trip. He offered instead to go shopping with me so that I could pick out exactly what I want, because if I take them on the trip and don't like them, it's not likely I could return or exchange them. I thought that was a good idea, but life got busy and before I knew it, it was the week of our trip, and we hadn't had a chance to actually go shopping together. So the time comes for us to leave and part of me was expecting my husband to surprise me with a new watch or weekend bag, but he didn't. I admit I was pretty disappointed that he didn't get me the watch and bag like he said he would. He told me that he thought we had agreed to do it together, but I told him he knew how busy we were and it wouldn't have been much effort for him to just do it on his own. He got offended and told me that I just spent thousands of dollars on a nice relaxing trip with my family while he stayed home and took care of everything, and I'm complaining about a watch and a bag. I told him that he knew how much I was looking forward to having those items for my trip, and I'm just disappointed that he didn't realize that and take the opportunity to do something special for me. He apologized for ruining my trip. But I know it wasn't sincere, and he's just telling me what he thinks I want to hear. I offered to go shopping with him sometime to pick them out, and he told me to just go do it myself. Now I feel like crap, and I know he's mad at me for being ungrateful for the things he did get me, and for allowing me the opportunity to have a trip like that with my family. I think OP is the jerk because, frankly, this is a situation where they had pretty much settled on going together to get exactly what it was OP wanted, things came up and their partner clearly didn't feel comfortable enough going out there and just getting it anyways at that point and you blow up on them for really what is a really what could be seen as a lose-lose situation if they go out and they buy something on their own accord and it ends up not being exactly the ideal setup for you or whatever you wanted then frankly that sucks but then also they're gonna get reamed for not going out and doing that i think it's a tense situation that op should just frankly apologize for. This next story is from dear account 5349 Am I the jerk for saying my stepdaughter is not entitled to my late ex-wife or daughter's money? I'm married to Ashley, our girls from previous relationships are both 17. My ex-wife was Sam, she and I were never a great couple but we were great friends and great parents slash co-parents so we stayed very close after the divorce. I was aware that she had started saving for our daughter's future education. We had reached somewhat of a compromise on how to handle that, I did most of the spending on her adolescent activities and extras, so all her extracurricular activities, hobbies and for the most part gifts that we shared, while she saved for the future in an effective way. I never knew how much was in that account until 2 years ago when my ex died. It was then that I learned she saved a hefty amount and that aside for allowing for her funeral expenses, she had left money for our daughter to use as she saw fit outside of the college money. Ashley and I married seven years ago, and at the same time we had discussed money for the girls, etc. I explained that I wasn't saving, but my ex-wife was. She hadn't started saving anything for her daughter at that point, and her ex was not saving either. So we started to put a little by when we could, but we were never able to save huge chunks at a time after sam died money became a much larger issue ashley was upset to learn my daughter had a considerable amount more than my stepdaughter for college and that she had money to spare it only became a bigger deal this past may my daughter told me she had decided to do community college in her mom's hometown so she could be close to her grandparents for a while and could still follow her dreams ashley then brought up how some of that money could go to my stepdaughter i told her no that it wasn't our money. And even if she tried to suggest that it would be mine, seeing as This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which in four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As my daughter is a minor, I pointed out that it would be stealing to just take it from her, and I'd never contributed to that fund directly. It would be taking my ex wife's money. Ashley went off about Sam putting so much away when she knew our daughter had a stepsister, and how she was selfish to make her so much better off than her only sibling. I told her she needed to get over that because Sam only had one child to think about, and it wasn't her job to think about my stepdaughter or even any bio kids I could have after our divorce. Ashley told me to think about my stepdaughter. I told her my stepdaughter is not entitled to my daughter's money or my ex-wife's money, whichever way she wanted to look at it. She asked how I could be so callous about her daughter's disadvantage. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here, and surprisingly, I feel like a lot of people in this situation, at least those that would end up on r slash am I the jerk, would be the kind that want to pull the money from their daughter. I think it's honestly great and refreshing to see somebody like OP who can contextualize where that money came from, who it belongs to, and who has a right to it, which is only OP's daughter. This next story is from McNeil1345. Am I the jerk for buying a fire blanket for our new house? Hi y'all, my partner, 29 year old female, and I, 27 year old male, have recently bought a house together and will be moving in in two weeks. As this is the biggest purchase of our lives, I want to make sure we're well protected in case of emergencies, so I've been looking online for safety devices. I found a fire blanket for 9 British pounds, so I decided to buy it with my own money as it's better to have and not need, than need and not have. The fire blanket arrived the following day, and for some reason this was a huge issue for my girlfriend, and started a really unnecessary argument. She was questioning why I bought it, how I could prioritize a fire blanket over other items, furniture, washing machine, tv, etc., what my logic was behind buying it, and how we don't need a fire blanket, as none of her family and friends have one. She also said this was a huge red flag from her side as it shows I have questionable logic and decision making, and she's worried I may do something even more stupid in the future. From my side, I was only thinking about our safety. It can easily be taken with us when we move, I used my money to pay for it, and it's just a good item to have in case of a pan fire. In addition, I've been looking at the bigger items, but there's still people living at the property we're moving to, so we can't exactly buy things like furniture until they've moved out. I honestly don't see the big deal as it's just a fire blanket, but the argument resurfaced this morning and she said her family and friends agree with her and think I'm an idiot for buying it. I've been molding this over in my mind, trying to think what could possibly be so controversial about a fire blanket, but I'm coming up empty each time. So Reddit, I've come to you to try and get some perspective and objectivity. Am I the jerk? I'm of the opinion that nobody can be an idiot or a jerk for buying something in the best interest of safety, especially when you only pay 9 pounds for it. That's about 11 US dollars, by the way. For the ease of mind it gives you for knowing that if you ever have a grease fire going on you have something to battle it with, what's the issue with it? I would say not only that, you should get a fire extinguisher. What's next? Is OP an idiot for buying new batteries for the smoke alarm too? Maybe it wouldn't be wise to spend that money on that carbon monoxide monitor. If anything, for OP's sake, I would take this as a red flag to keep in the back of your mind. Obviously, OP cares about their safety, so they should probably consider the safety of their future with this person. Our next story is from Dad of Two Throwaway. Am I the jerk for taking my wife's side after she screamed and cursed at my mother? I, 33-year-old male, am married to my wonderful wife Melody, 29-year-old female, and she's currently pregnant with our first child together. I have a 6-year-old daughter Tina whose mother I split 50-50 custody with, so I know for the most part what Melody needs in order to feel supported while she carries our child. I've been spending lots of time making sure she's comfortable and taking on more of the load at home, so she's not doing too much. This is her first child after all and it's obviously a lot for her physically and emotionally my mother and melody don't get along too well mom didn't like my ex either we broke up because we were headed on different paths not because of my mother and there's no bad blood so i think she just doesn't like her because she's dating me for whatever reason it's weird she's very nitpicky about melody how much she does around the house how emotional she is Melody already cries very easily, and being pregnant's made her even more sensitive, which is fine. The fact that she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, it just seems like nothing Melody does is okay. I do however stand up for her, and do not just allow my mom to talk down to her. Today before picking up my daughter from summer camp, Melody went to three different grocery stores to find rotisserie chicken. She's been talking about it since last night and really really wanted one. She sent me a picture message documenting her quest for the chicken and finally found it. My girl was happy. Rotisserie chicken is also kind of a comfort food for her like spaghetti because her mom used to make one of those when she was having a lazy day and didn't feel like cooking. She was planning on serving that with some other basic sides for dinner. Perfectly fine by me. My mother came by to see Tina and started telling Melody that chicken is bad for her and she shouldn't be eating that while pregnant. Melody said it's fine. She usually eats healthy and just wants this one thing she's craving. My mom went on about how unhealthy it was and said she needs to eat something else. Melody said no and went to the backyard to FaceTime her family out of state. When she came back, my mom had thrown out the food and ordered takeout a salad for melody and pizza for everyone else melody asked where the chicken was and my mother told her that she needs to start being a responsible mother and eat correctly for the baby melody screamed what the freak is wrong with you why are you always such a witch to me she then started crying and called me home i came back and asked my mother to leave after hearing her story and said she is not to come back until she apologizes for how she treated melody My mom went on about how I'm choosing another woman over her, but I just think enough is enough, and Melody reached her limit. She apologized to me for blowing up when Tina was in the house, but I told her it's okay, things happen. Tina's okay, and I went to find her another chicken before the store closed. My dad thinks I'm right for taking Melody's side, but my brother thinks I should always defend mom. So am I the jerk? OP is definitely not the jerk here. I don't care how wrong you think it is, you don't go around throwing away somebody else's food. Especially when you don't even live in that household. And I don't know who this grandma thinks they are, but I don't think rotisserie chicken is really all that bad. Honestly, OP kicking them out and then going out and finding a replacement chicken, OP is a saint and honestly deserves a lot of praise for how they handled this situation. Forget all that noise OP's brothers making about how they should always defend mom. Choose another woman over her. Sorry, I forgot. Op and their mom were dating. Our next story is from Throwaway DNS and SNS SNS. Am I the jerk for taking in my niece despite my husband's complaints? Even though we are child-free, 25-year-old female and 27-year-old male. Niece is three years old. My sister asked if we would be able to take her daughter since she had to go out of town for a surgical procedure and wouldn't be able to care for her daughter while she recovers. I ran this by my husband who immediately said no and shook his head. I said it was my niece and that just because we weren't really fans of having kids ourselves doesn't mean we can't do a favor for my family. It ended in an argument but I ended up taking her anyways. He refuses to do anything with her. This isn't the first time they've met, he's just never really interacted with her, which I don't expect him to. But when i brought up that he could have a better attitude about this he just said that i shouldn't have brought a kid into our home he also went on a rant that because of this i'm probably going to change my mind about having kids and he won't put up with that said like that he will divorce me if i even suggest it my niece hadn't even been much of a problem in fact she's usually quiet unless she's hungry or tired Yes, she gets into stuff and makes messes, but I assume that's pretty standard toddler behavior. I don't understand why he's so angry, since it's not like he's having to do anything. I think OP isn't the jerk, and blessed them for trying to help out for their own sibling. I don't think I'm the only one to think this, but I feel like OP's husband is the one acting more like a toddler than their own 3-year-old niece is this is one of those situations where the husband needs a nice dose of ride it out it'll be over soon just put up with it opie's husband seems like the kind of person to complain super hard about nagging and then turn around and nag a million times about something they don't like our next story is from throwaway 5749384763 am i the jerk for not wearing contacts on a double date I, 25-year-old female, was recently set up on a blind date with a friend of my sister's, 30-year-old female, boyfriend, 30-year-old male. She was really excited about it and refused to give me any details about him, but said I'd know him when I saw him. And I did. It turns out her boyfriend's friend was my former middle school crush, 27-year-old male. We went to a small middle school, so everything was everyone's business, so he knew about it. It was sort of embarrassing, but I'm also hot now for the first time after losing a lot of weight, so I don't really care. The issue arose when my date, Eric, asked me what happened to my eye. He knew me before I started wearing contacts and encouraged me to take them out if I was comfortable. I have heterochromia, one blue eye, one brown. Ever since I started high school, I've been wearing brown contacts for a variety of reasons. The first is because my vision is awful. The second is for my own comfort. Most people are normal about it, but I've had some people be aggressive about proving that my eyes are fake. The third is because my sister didn't want me taking attention away from her during her senior year of high school, so she asked me to wear contacts. After she graduated I stopped wearing them, but whenever I would do anything with her, she would request that I wear contacts to cover up my condition. I do it automatically whenever I see her now because if I don't, she'll get really withdrawn and start crying. Anyway, my sister was really happy that the date went well and suggested that we all go out together. We ended up going to a local farm and garden center. I decided not to wear my contacts because my eyes tend to get very irritated with the combination of the heat and the dust. My sister knows this, so I figured her suggesting this particular venue was her way of giving me permission to come in just glasses. When her boyfriend saw my eyes, he was fascinated. He kept asking me questions about it and making jokes at the end of the day he wanted to take a group photo but had us do it inside the store so no one would have to wear sunglasses afterwards i got a text from my sister saying thanks for ruining a good day i eventually texted her back saying i didn't want to make things weird but she could have told him about the eye thing beforehand She never responded, but I got a phone call from my mom a few hours ago berating me for ruining my sister's wedding. Apparently the reason she was so upset was she's been secretly engaged for the past week. Only my mom knew. They were waiting until after my mom's birthday to announce it. Sister didn't want her fiance or his family to know about my eyes until after the wedding, so I would look normal in pictures and his family wouldn't harass me about it, which I sort of appreciate. I feel really bad that she's fighting with her boyfriend over me and i'm kicking myself for not just wearing contacts i love my sister and i don't want her to be upset despite her thing with my eyes we've always been really close so i think pretty clearly op is not the jerk and op is weirdly conditioned to be so okay with hiding their eye color for the sake of their sister's sanity I think this whole story is ridiculous and OP shouldn't wear contacts because they just feel obligated to not upstage somebody from being naturally who they are. Just the whole thing blows my mind. And our final story of the days from Blink at Fort Queen. Am I the jerk for bringing my one-year-old to a distillery? Important info, we were in the tasting room with couches and sitting areas and some tables. We were initially the only ones there. Then, just as we finished, two other people walk in. We were sitting in one of the lounging slash sitting areas and little one was getting fussy in her stroller, so I took her out and she played right around me on the stroller. The other people CHOSE to sit at the lounging section across from us. Little one was laughing and playing quietly for the most part, but occasionally did start doing that excited yell slash scream thing kids do because she was happy. It didn't happen a lot maybe two to three times over the course of 30 minutes. She was babbling and talking a lot, but it wasn't loud at all. The two gentlemen were clearly not impressed, and after a bit moved to a table. Then a bit later I heard one of them mumble something about squealing and asked a worker if they could go sit outside. We ended up leaving soon after. I've never had this experience in public before. And I'm wondering if it was because it was a distillery that there's some unwritten rule about not bringing kids and maybe I'm the jerk? Honestly, a tasting room or a distillery is kind of one of those places that really is kind of meant for adults only. You know, the people who are legally able to drink at those places. Honestly, it's kind of surprising that there's places that don't have a rule against having anybody there that's under the legal age for wherever you're at. Like, if this was in the UK, I believe it would be 16. So I think OP is just kind of like a gentle jerk here. As long as the place doesn't have a rule against it, they're within the right to bring their kid, but it doesn't pass the vibe check. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video, or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.